You're listening to episode 13 of the Becoming Aligned podcast. Welcome to Becoming Aligned, where we'll step away from the busyness of our days to explore what it looks and feels like to create meaningful lives that align with our personal values. I'm your host, Maureen Ryan, the founder of Ryan Wellness. I hope these conversations will serve as inspiration and as a reminder that through the ups and downs, we're all in this together. In this episode, I talked to my friend, Erica Agrin. The energy and passion she pours into her life always inspires me. In this episode, we talk more about those interests and passions. We learn more about her running and why it's such an important part of her life. We talk about what she's learned from writing her blog, Erica Finds, over the years. And we talk about how she makes her healthy lifestyle priority with a really busy schedule, which includes work travel. She certainly has some wisdom to share. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Erica. Thank you so much for joining me on the Becoming Aligned podcast. I'm so happy to have you here with me this hour. Hi, Maureen. Hi. Yeah, um, Excited to be here, too. Yay. Thanks, Erica. I really appreciate that. Um, you're someone who I wanted to have on the blog because, or on the blog, on the podcast, <laughs> you're the one with the blog, because you have, you have just such a passion to whatever you're doing. And I, I just mentioned that blog, but that's an example of something that you pour your passion into. You're marathoning, healthy living, just acts of generosity and kindness. You always have this really beautiful like energy that comes through whatever you're doing. And I would just love to take some time in the next hour and explore some of those interests and how they developed and how you make time for, for those kind of passions and interests in your life. So um, I'd, love okay. to, I'd love to start out, though, by just having you tell me a little bit about yourself. And I know it's a big question, but um, if you can kind of highlight some of, the, some of the things about yourself, that would be awesome. Um, that is a hard question. It is. It <laughs> it's is. A, it's so broad. Um, you know, I, I like to I like to say that I'm a blogging runner. Mm. So I'm not a running blogger. I don't write a blog about running, but I do a lot of running and I I do a lot of blogging. So that's <laughs> one way that I describe myself. Um, I also, uh, as a profession, I work in um, health information technology uh, in the health software business and. Uh, I love to travel and I love to um, meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like to think that I'm a connector of oh, sorts. I think yes. that I'm the kind of person who's always telling someone they need to meet someone else or they need to try a product <laughs> or they need to do something. So, so true. Um, so true. As you said, yeah, I have a, I just have a really, really broad set of interests and I feel like I'm constantly adding yeah. new things to my my list. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I think that's so cool because it just kind of demonstrates to me like you're just like kind of this growth minded person who's always like learning and discovering. And that part about connecting, that is so you like I always think of you as that connector. Um, has that been something that you always did? Is that like been a part of you from an early age? You know, it's interesting because I think when I talk to my friends from high school or college, um, I was always the person who, you know, was interested in meeting people and kind of knew people everywhere we went and yeah. remembered everybody's name and remembered people's interests and kind of, you know, linked people up like, oh, this yeah. person likes this, you should yeah. talk to them. So, you know, my college friends definitely, um, definitely always remind 
me of like, oh, you've always been like that. Um, but definitely something that has evolved over time, I think has become more, more pronounced. Yeah. Like, and do you think like your blog is like kind of an example of that? Like what I love about your blog, especially, I mean, you do different aspects of it. You share information about your running and just for everyone who doesn't know, the name of the blog is Erica Fines, and, uh, you do just a great job of connecting us to these small businesses and these different companies. Um, is, is that kind of what it, is that kind of why you wanted to do the blog or was there more, more reasons behind it? Well, interestingly, I started the blog um, more as a deal finding blog. I don't mm, know if you remember that right. a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, that's um, right. Because I was all, I'm also a really good shopper <laughs> yeah. and I've always been the person who is like, wait, you paid full price for this? Why did you do that? <laughs> and, um, you know, telling my friends, oh, your running shoes are on sale or, you know, let me, yep. I bought you this because I saw it. So that was so kind true. of the original, um, the original premise. But I also have, you know, been into like healthy food and running products for, you know, 20 plus years. Yeah. So I, you know, I, my friends and colleagues from past jobs always laugh, like, you told me what jicama was back <laughs> in the 90s or, um, you know, uh, my friend Sapna, who was also a yeah. blogger, yeah. she, when we were colleagues, you know, she was laughing because she's like, oh, I remember you gave me this peanut butter. I'd never tried <laughs> um, dark chocolate peanut butter before. And you gave me these Vita muffins and whatever else. So like, I've always been that person at the office yeah. who pulls out some new product and is like, hey, you guys, you want to try this? And, you know, you get half the people who are super excited and half the people are like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I love it. That share, like, it's that sharing and that connecting just seems like it's like a thread that kind of really runs through, like, whatever you're doing, you know? I don't know. It's really, it's cool to kind of see you talk about that. Um, Yeah. And I I sort of can't help myself. No. (laughs) It's like one of those things where, you know, I'll be talking to a colleague about some business problem. And then after, I'll be like, oh, and by the way, (laughs) you know, you really like caffeine. You should try this caffeinated gum. Here's some packs. (laughs) And they're like, what? But I do think people appreciate it. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, I definitely have people from all parts of my life who read the blog, which is kind of cool. And, yeah. you know, people, men- I love it. And I know this happens to us sometimes, but I love it when people mention to me something that I didn't think, you know, got a lot of readers yeah. or eyes on it. And then somebody will say like, oh, that was cool when you did this. You know, can you tell me more about that? And I'm like, yeah. oh, yay. You know, somebody, somebody cared about that thing. Yeah. Now, now you mentioned your... Um- a blogger who runs, not a runner blogger, but you do that running is a big part of your life. Um, in like today and has been for a while. Can you, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your running? Yeah. So, um, I mean, running is definitely something that has defined me for a long time. Mm. Um, I ran in high school and then not in college, but then after college I was, you know, destined or trying so hard to get back in shape and, um, running came pretty easily to me. I, I would say, um, you know, once I got back in shape, I always, you know, had, had a knack for it, I guess. And yeah. so I just started running. Um, and in my early professional career, I traveled all the time and running was really the only thing I could do to stay in shape because I couldn't yeah. really go to the gym or, um, you know, have predictable workouts. And it, it also, um, has been another area of my life where I've met so many people. Yeah. I have made so many friends, friends running, including you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's how we met. You know, yep. it, and I have such wonderful friends, um, really from like all parts of my life that I've met 
running and I've, you know, encouraged other people to run. Mm-hmm. I think at every single job I've had, I've gotten at least one person to run a marathon. Oh my goodness. I love <laughs> um, it. That wasn't planning to before they met me. Wow. Um, so it's just really been a huge, huge part of my life. Um, and, you know, it, it, I, I think we were talking about this uh, one day, but I don't really understand like when people don't like to work out because it makes me feel so good. Yeah. But for me, it's also a social outlet. It's a way to connect with friends and, you know, just talk to people and, yeah, you know, meet new people. So it is, it's been a huge part of my life for, right. I mean, over 30 years. Yeah. Cause you've done, how many marathons have you done like right now? I know you're going to be doing one soon. So <laughs> for, and right now, 46 marathons. 46. Dang. And wow. hopefully by the end of the weekend, 47. <laughs> right. Yes, definitely. Oh my goodness. Okay. So that's amazing, Erica. So that's like, you've been doing maybe one, like recently, maybe one or two a year, How like more than one, obviously, but two a year? Um, it's mostly two a year. Okay. And then the most I've ever done was four in one year. Oh my goodness. That was a bad idea. And then the, <laughs> I, there's only been, I think since 1996, I've only had one year where I didn't run any marathons. Wow. So that's kind of a random, interesting fact. No, but, that's um, amazing. But yeah, I've done hundreds of road races. I, mean, I don't know, over 150 half marathons, which is my favorite distance. Okay, that's your favorite distance. Okay, so I'm like listening to you. I, it's interesting because I I know you have all these interests, but like I love how you explained even like running. It's like you get to meet new people. You're you're sharing things. You're you're. It's not just about the fitness for you. It's about all these other all these other aspects. Where like, can you describe yourself when you were younger? Like, did you have these, did you have a ton of interests like as a young person? Like when you're a little uh, you kid. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't. It's funny. And I was, I was just, uh, I just saw a friend of mine who I went to high school with and I was asking her if she remembered, uh, remembered something. But yeah, uh, when I was a kid, I was like pretty shy. I okay. know that sounds crazy because I'm not shy. You're so outgoing. <laughs> now you know that. Yeah. But, um, I, I was pretty shy and I loved to read and I still love to read actually. So, but I mean, I read the entire library in our town. I oh think, my gosh. you know, every young adult book by the time I was in, you know, middle school or, you know, my mom used to take me there every week and I used to take out all the books that I could and I'd read them all. And, you know, I was really into, um, I was really into reading. I wasn't very athletic. Like I didn't play soccer or anything. Yeah. You know, we, we play outside, but I wasn't on any teams. And um, so it was interesting because I was always more on the academic side. Okay. But, you know, I'd ride my bike and I, we did active stuff, you know, outside all the time, mm-hmm. um, especially in summer. But then when I was in middle school, I, you know, did the presidential physical fitness thing. Okay. And that's where a coach saw me and said, Hey, oh. you know, you should, you just beat all the other girls in this, yeah. whatever the distance was. I think it was like 800 or 1200 that we had to do yeah. and said, Hey, come out for the cross country team. And I mean, that really changed my life wow. in terms of, um, you know, just feeling like I, I was athletic and I could do something, um, and be on a team, uh, you know, and something that I had a natural affinity for, um, but then also, you know, that also got me on a team and I was yeah. on the team with older kids, you know, older kids. And so I got to meet, you know, all these people and have, you know, really good role models, uh, during that as well. I love that. Okay. So you, you didn't really think of yourself as athletic before this experience then? 
No, and I wasn't. And I mean, I, like, in a way, I'm still not. I mean, I'm very clumsy, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen the evidence of that. But, there have been um, a few falls, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, like, I don't, I guess I don't even really think of myself that self as that athletic now. Yeah, Which is kind of funny. Um, I mean, everybody thinks of you as athletic when you run marathons. I right. remember um, Neil and I went mountain biking, and he was wearing a Boston Marathon shirt that was mine, and the guy, you know, was asking us about it. And he's like, no, no, I'm just kidding. That was hers, you know? Yeah. And so then of course they hand me this bike and they're like, okay, go ahead. You're good. And I'm like, but wait, I've never really gone mountain biking before. They don't have mountains where I grew up. <laughs> right. So, you know, we sort of always laugh about that. Like, um, you know, same for really any sport. People are like, oh, you're, you know, you're in such good shape. It's like, yeah, yeah but, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think the the other thing that I didn't, really do or really know that much about when I was growing up was like my family didn't travel yeah like like families do now Mm -hmm. and I mean I love to travel and I you know I love to see new places and I love to go on you know on trips and I mean that wasn't something that my family did just I think economically yeah you know with three kids and I think times are a little different than you know when I was younger Mm -hmm. so you know that's an interest that I've definitely been cultivating, you know, since I started working. Yeah. And, you know, since I met my husband. We definitely look for for new experiences and, you know, interesting histories. Like, you know, we went to Vietnam and Nicaragua, yeah. places that have had difficult, uh, you know, past and, you know, trying to understand a little bit about the culture and the history uh, while we're there before we go. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess that's, those are the trips, I guess, that come to mind when I when I think about you guys traveling. And I just... I think that's just really cool that, um, yeah, I just, it goes back to like my view of you as someone who's like always learning and always growing. And I'm taking myself back to that library right now that you're kind of going, <laughs> you're kind of going through and like reading all the books in. And, uh, like in terms of like play and things you get lost and absorbed in when you're a little kid, was, was that, was, was reading the main thing or were there other things that you would get kind of lost and absorbed in? I'm reading was the main thing. And okay. it's funny, even now, like, I have to admit that I read a lot of, like, mind candy books, like, yeah. mysteries and police yeah. novels and things like that, that are more like watching television, but I've never been a big television watcher. I guess when I was a kid, I was more of a television watcher. I mean, both, you know, all my brothers and I were. Right. Um, you know, we were sort of latchkey kids. And yep. we would entertain ourselves. Um, but I think, you know, I just got lost in in fiction and I still love fiction and as much as I try to um, uh, read educational books yeah um I, I'm much more like if you give me a choice I would do fiction all day every day uh, <laughs> you know easily uh so I do admire other people who you know are constantly investing in their in their education by reading new books yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like I I get lost in the internet now too which I'm glad we didn't have when I was a kid because I'm sure I would have just been stuck to my computer all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do feel like I invest in learning, um, you know, professional stuff and, you know, other information Yeah. more on the internet than I do in books, but I still could get lost in fiction and just read all day, every day. Mm. Uh, if I could. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And you're, and you even do like the audible books too, right? Or the, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So like when you're running and things like that, is that when you're listening to them or do you listen to them at, at different all, all times? Or I guess you have to travel a lot for work too, huh? Yeah. So I listen to podcasts um, a lot when I run. I listen to audible books um, when I, you know, when I run or when I'm traveling just to pass the time, especially yeah. when I travel for work, like if I'm stuck somewhere yeah. or if there's loud people on the plane, <laughs> I just put in the book and like try to zone out <laughs> because, you know, the one thing, one thing I can say is, you know, I'm not a terribly patient person and yeah. it's so much harder to travel now than it used to be in terms of just, you know, with all the regulations and uh, fewer flights and everything's yeah. full and delays and all that stuff. And um, one thing I try to do is not to get upset about things that I can't yeah. control. Yep. I feel like I spent a lot of energy when I was younger, like being frustrated if I wasn't able to get somewhere, or, yeah. you know, feeling like it was the end of the world if I didn't make it to a meeting. And I just feel like now I'm like, well, this is a situation and there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to miss a meeting and have to call in, you know, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And people understand that things happen and I try not to get too worked up. And one of the things that I do is, you know, listen to a podcast or listen to my book or yeah. read a book and just say, you know, like, say, oh, well, this is, this is it. Like, this is what, <laughs> this is where I'm at. Interesting. Um, and it really helps. I mean, it really helps not to. Um, yeah. To get worked up about things. But, yeah. 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 No, it's interesting because I was, I was just thinking like, so like, I wonder how reading might have shaped kind of like, um, and your, your interest in that might have kind of shaped your, your path or your journey that, you know, you went on and like, does it, has it influenced your life nowadays? And it sounds like day for stress relief and just kind of a little escape and kind of in that respect, um, that it's been like an, like a positive addition to your life. And do you think it's shaped it in any other ways? Um, I mean, definitely. I mean, I think, I think reading makes you a better communicator and a better writer. I mean, just, yeah, you know, with, with language, um, you know, I was an English major in college okay. in psychology. Yeah. So I, you know, uh, t- t- totally useless for the most part, <laughs> if you think about getting a job, but actually very valuable, yes. um, you know, in terms of oral communications and written communications and understanding yeah. people's motivations and, yeah. um, you know, then kind of understanding the emotional part of business. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I, you know, I definitely feel like being a reader is, is just so valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me sad when I see children that don't like to read now I know. Um, or, and who don't like to write, because I also think writing is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing that my blog, yep. um, has given me too, because I think for so long, my writing was all about, you know, all work related. Yeah. You didn't really write anything. And so to, you know, write things down to commemorate, but also just to be creative and, you know, come up with ideas all the time. I think that's super valuable. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was wondering, Erica, if like your interest in like in reading and learning new things when you're younger, like, was that like, is the blog kind of like a creative outlet like for that? Because I mean, I guess even, you know, reading and writing do so often go hand in hand. People who love to read often love to write and um, yeah, I was curious if, the, if that, if those two things kind of tied in, um, into each other. So that's, that's cool to hear. And yeah, you've been doing your blog for how many years now? Uh, six. Six years. Actually. Okay. <laughs> six years. If I, I mean, I can't believe that. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
No, I do. And because you started off, like you said, you started it off and the main idea was to kind of share these like, you know, your your finds. It's called Erica finds, like the the finds and discoveries and the deals that you you were discovering that you can share with people just because you are that person who shares so much. Um, and it's evolved. It's like, can you talk a little bit about how it how it evolved? Yeah. So as I mentioned, I started off as sort of the deal finding blogger to tell people about, um, you know, where they could find some of the deals that I was finding and that yeah. kind of thing. But I, I started also writing, um, actually really learned about kind of the running blogging community from some local Chicago running bloggers. Oh, cool. And I didn't really, I didn't really read any running blogs. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, the funny, the funny thing is when I, um, when I look at running blogs, I'm always, I mean, I have so much experience with running yeah. and my, my training has always been pretty unconventional, mm-hmm. um, I think compared to other people. So I feel like a lot of the people that write running blogs and some of them are super experienced runners, but I would say the majority of them have less running experience than me, yeah. uh, which isn't that hard because I have so much experience right. and yeah. also do, do things differently than I do. And, um, you know, I, I never was really that into the whole reading about other people's training, mm-hmm. um, although I do like to read race reports. So anyway, I got involved with a couple of things um, that through the Chicago running blogging group. Okay. And then I met all these, I started meeting people in real life. Okay. And yeah. talking to, talking to some people about what they wanted to see on the blog. And that's when, you know, people were like, oh, it'd be cool if you talked about the running fuels that you mm. use or um, energy bars or what you do when you travel. And so then yeah. that's how it sort of like over time, I'd say within the first year, it morphed into, um, you know, here's something I found that you should try out or yeah. here's a really cool place to travel or here's whatever. And it just, it just kind of became more about, you know, the things that I find throughout life that I want to share with other people. And as you mentioned before, it's, you know, I started collaborating with a lot of small brands yeah, um, I would try a pro- product and reach out to the brands and see if they wanted to be featured. And um, I had a couple of friends that I met early on through Chicago Running Bloggers, actually, who kind of told me how to access brands. Like, I just really didn't know what I was doing yeah. when I started. <laughs> and I mean, I think that's true, obviously, for most people when they start something new. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really, I wasn't, I didn't read that many blogs. So I didn't really know yeah. what I was getting into. Um but then over time, I'd say, you know, in the first couple of years, I sort of worked out some format styles, like a style for product reviews. And a, I have a feature that mm. I call Tried It Tuesday. Yep. And I, I do um, a Friday Five that links up with other bloggers. Um, you know, and every month there's certain, like a coffee date that people do that they link up. So I started doing that, which is fun. Um, you know, I, I do, occasionally I'll do this feature that links up called run session. Oh yeah. You know, so yeah, I like, saw that recently. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I started I started, you know, connecting to different blogs, you know, some running, some fitness, some health, some just, you know, lifestyle, um, through these featured sections. And it's become really easy for me to like think of content and how it applies to the formats that I have in place. Okay. Interesting. Cause you do you blog like how many days a week do you blog? I usually do four days a week. Okay. Um, and sometimes five. Yeah. Wow. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you find time? It's easier to create because I have like format okay. that I reuse. Okay. Um, okay. But 
I mean, I usually do it when, like, kind of during TV watching time. Got so, it. like, I'll watch some, you know, series or whatever with um, with Neil and, like, blog while okay. I'm doing it. So I always get in trouble for not paying attention. I'll be like, can you stop that and rewind it? Because I don't know what they just said because I was writing this blog. Oh, my or, goodness. Um, I'll, watch, I'll write it on the plane for when I'm traveling for okay. work. Um, you know, if I'm not connected to the Internet, I can still write the copy and then copy it over. Um you know, and then that kind of thing. So I, I, I just, I feel like I fit it in. I, I was worried um, when I started um, working for a new company a few years ago that I just wouldn't have time. Yeah. But I do feel like it, it like helps me relax and I really enjoy Interesting. it. Um, so I, I make the time. Got it. Um, yeah. And the other, the other funny thing is like, I, I always, I had this, like I post Monday, Tuesday, Friday and Sunday. I, you know, these are the days I post and I realized like, nothing's going to happen if I don't post on right. those days. Like, you know, <laughs> it's not life or death. And so I, I give myself a little more grace. Yeah. Um, and, you know, last week I was on vacation on Friday and I didn't have time and I didn't have anything I felt like posting yeah. about. So I didn't. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. And nothing, you know, nothing went <laughs> nothing wrong. Nothing bad happened. I, uh, nothing bad happened. And then I just, you know, went back uh, on my merry way. And then sometimes I'll post extra, you know, if there's some kind of event I want to capture or, some, you know, something on a different day. So I, I've just given myself a lot more flexibility with it. I think then at first I, I felt like, Oh, you have to follow a schedule yeah. or else you'll get off the schedule. And then, you know, you'll be the person who posts four times a week and then you post once a month and then you never right, post. Right. Um, so I feel like after a couple of years of being a little more rigid, I gave myself a break. Oh, good. Yeah. Cause I'm I, like, I tried blogging and it just did not work for me, but I, I, and I think that's why I admired you so much for just consistently doing it. Um, but even hearing you say that it's kind of like a stress relief for you, like it's something that you just enjoy and it kind of, it sounds like it's like it brings you joy when you do it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. And sometimes I feel like I'll start writing something and it doesn't yeah. work. Like I'm not enjoying it. And then I just, I also, that's another thing I think more recently that I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just leave that for later. And if that's, if that subject doesn't work, then you know, if I can't come back to it and find something yeah. that I'll, I'm, I'm into that, that will work for me, I just leave okay. it to the side, you know, and then sometimes I'll come back, back to it and sometimes I won't. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, if it's, if it's not, you know, kind of coming to me, then I'm like, Oh, maybe this isn't the right thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Right. And just kind of let it be. And, and if it like revisit it and if it, if it speaks to you, then mm -hmm. maybe has, maybe it has a different timing. Yeah. Interesting. I, what would, what yeah. would be the, what would be the, some, like the, a, a lesson you learned like throughout this process of doing this blog for the past few years or yeah. What would be the, something you learned about yourself through this process? Well, the one thing I, I feel like the best thing for me about the blog has been just feeling like it's okay to ask people, um, to collaborate with mm. you. So like certain products, like I would say I've probably written to, you know, hundreds of companies by now to work with me. Yeah. And so many people want to, so many people want to work with you. And the worst thing that can happen is they can say no, or they can not reply to you. Yeah. But for all the times that for all the times you get a negative response, I get so many more positive mm. responses. And my experience too, with, with a lot of the companies I've worked with, has just been like, wow, you know, I really love what you did with that. Like, you put a lot of passion mm, into mm -hmm. what you write right. about. It's like, cause I, I usually solicit the products and I don't solicit you unless yep. 
you know, unless I really like your product and feel like it's really cool and I want to tell people about it. So, um, I think just the, the, it, it's very freeing yeah. to say like, I can put an idea out there and, you know, I can just ask. And if they say no, then they say no. Or if they don't reply to me, well, they don't reply to me. But um, it's very liberating. Yeah. And I think that's, that's been the greatest thing about my blog. And I think even in having discussions with, like, since I started, you know, with new employers and things like that, like, I talk about my blog and I talk about the fact that, like, having creative control over something mm. and being willing to put myself out there mm. in a variety of circumstances and apply for things. And, um, you know, like, I applied to be to go to this influencer panel at the um, National Products Expo. And I got awesome. in and I was like, I can't believe I got That's in. Like awesome. some of the people who are in that were like massive, massive followers. Yeah. You know, like that, that pioneer woman who's me and my yeah. family member. But like, you know, the what, like the people that everybody knows off the top of their head, like the famous yeah. ones. And I was in the same room so with them. Cool. And I had, the, I had the confidence to apply because why not? What, why not? Like, I just definitely have more of a open mind and a confidence like well I can try you know what what's what's gonna happen they'll laugh I mean right you know if they say say no they say no and you know as you know I've gone to all kinds of different conferences and like help you know healthy healthy everything's and um I've run races at no cost and gotten paid to run races and like you know tried every kind of product under the sun (laughs) and a lot of it is just the fact that I said like hey I'd be interested to do that and people responded favorably and you know that's that's been so great and I think you know it's such an opportunity and I always tell everybody like you know people say to me you know I have uh I'm doing some charity thing and I you know I saw on your blog you have all these products you know do you think those companies would give me product if I reached out to them and I'm always said yeah well what's the worst that can happen they say no Mm -hmm. I mean yeah reach out to them like here's you know here's the info um and that, that for me has been, I think, the greatest That's thing. huge. Plus, I've also made a lot of friends in real life, which is something I had no idea that, like, the whole internet thing, like, I would meet some of the people that I, you know, meet, met through blogging, I've met in real life, like, in other cities when I've run races, or I won um, a giveaway for a marathon in um, in Phoenix okay. from a really popular Instagrammer, and so, of course, I met her when I was there, uh. and then... And we became friends. And then a few years later, she stayed here when she ran the Chicago Marathon. Like, oh, my goodness. It's like I've made friends in real life or um, another friend who lives in Baltimore. So whenever I go to the Nat- Natural Products Expo in Baltimore, I see her there. So an unexpected consequence for me of blogging was actually making more real life friends. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Like, did this – okay, so – like, did that happen? All of this kind of happened slowly or did you kind of like even putting yourself out there and asking these, you know, companies um, to be a part of your blog and things like, did you get, did you just slowly kind of build up the muscle to, you know, put yourself out there or did you just kind of just decide I'm ready for something new and jump and dive into this, into this project? Um, it was definitely more gradual. I mean, the first year, um, I had a family member who worked for, um, uh, one of the compression sock companies. And so they gave me a bunch of stuff and I had, you know, this product that everybody wanted, yeah. um, but I didn't really know how to do it. Right. Um, and then, you know, I, I would say I, I started talking to other bloggers like, Hey, what did you do to get more followers? And what did you do to, ah. uh, start working with companies? And I just had a couple of 
people who acted as mentors. Okay. So, you know, I've been happy to pass along some of my knowledge to newer bloggers as well. So I think that's kind of how it works. Oh, that's cool. Um, and, you know, just tell the people exactly what I, um, you know, what I said as well, which is like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Right. They're going to say no or, right. you know. Those are, those are, <laughs> yeah, those are awesome lessons. I like, that's why I think it's so great when you like put yourself out there and you try something new, like these unintended kind of discoveries, like you weren't, you weren't planning on making all these friends in real life, but it totally ties into you just being this connector and, you know, just like you're meeting, like you mentioned meeting new people as something you really enjoy during all these, act, you know, interests. So I, that's really cool, Eric. I didn't realize like that, that would be something you would say as being the, the things that you came away with from blogs, from blogging these past few years. That's, that's neat to hear. Um, I would love to ask you, cause one of the things that you are is you are one of the most generous people I know. <laughs> and like, you're just the most, one very generous, very supportive person. And is that something like that you've always like been as a young person or like, did that kind of, you know, develop as you got older, like just even be supporting these different groups or kind of giving a voice to these companies? Um, like as a Pilates instructor, you always came to, you, you know, came to me and kind of was supporting a small business and uh, Cycle for Survival, you've been very involved in that. Is that something that you just, when you discovered these different activities and these different places where you can pour your energy into that you that you started to do that? Or is, were you kind of getting involved at a young age in these types of things? Well, my, my dad is, was, yeah. sorry, was one of the most generous people ever. Like he would always give and give and um, mm. just of himself and, you know, his personality. Like I, I, I definitely am a kind of a cross between my mom and dad yeah. who are very different people. And my dad was always just so generous. Like he'd come to, um, you know, to visit me in college and take all my roommates out to dinner yeah. uh, or bring us all food. Like he was just always one of those, one of those people. And so I, I feel like, um, you know, I got my generous spirit from him. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in terms of like charitable stuff, like when I, when I was younger and didn't have as much mm-hmm. free money, I would always volunteer. You know, I've always been into volunteerism and, yeah. you know, wanting to help different groups. And now luckily, you know, I've done well in my, in my career and, you know, we've been very conservative about our spending. So we have a little bit more free money to, um, you know, give to charitable causes that we believe yeah. in and to, you know, support organizations and support businesses, et cetera. So I feel like that's always been something like that I've admired in other people and kind of a natural, I would say natural tendency to, yeah. to give. I mean, both my parents, you know, always, helped other people mm-hmm. and that that's always you know that was the lesson that I learned from a young age like not everybody has as much as we have mm-hmm. and you know and even though we weren't like the wealthiest people in the world like we you know we had a roof over our heads mm-hmm. and we had you know we had every all the basic needs and so you know to understand that not everybody had just enough to meet their basic needs I think I've always kind of had that understanding and then just to you know take it further you know when when I was younger we do volunteer projects. And then over time, you know, I've, I've found some organizations that I'm really yeah. excited about yeah. and like to work with. And, um, so yeah, I would say, I would say it's a, it's a combo or it's grown over time, yeah. but it's, it's definitely something that I learned 
from my family. Yeah, no, because it just seems like be infiltrate like who you are as a person, you know? Um, and like, if I, I don't know if you could like describe the like values that like you choose to live your life by, but I don't know. I just, I picture just this, you know, this, it just, it just oozes out of you, I guess, like generosity and um, kindness, you know, is a, uh, is a value that like I, I noticed from you and I think I know others do as well. So I just was curious. Yeah. That's interesting that, you know, from your dad and from, from growing up that it was always a part of who you were. So that's, that's neat. Um, I would love to ask you how you find time to do all of these things because <laughs> you are, <laughs> you are, it's like you seem to, and, and how, how do you keep your well filled? You know, because you are someone who's involved in charitable organizations, you're blogging, you have a regular full-time job that you often have to travel for. You're traveling for fun and going on adventures. Um, and you know, you've got family and friends that you're always staying connected with. How do you keep your well filled up? How do you keep your battery charged? So and and find time to do these things that you seem to be just very passionate about. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's definitely a it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> and I think some, sometimes I just have to do things one day at a time. Yeah, you know, because I, I occasionally like this month uh, has been so busy and occasionally I get super overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, I've, now you have finally done it. You have finally <laughs> done too many. You've, you've committed, overcommitted yourself. Like, this is it. You're going to, you know, you're going to come apart at the seat. Oh and then I'm gosh. like, okay, just like, let's just make it till tomorrow. You know, yeah. it's just like I'm running a marathon. I think it's like, okay, I'm not going to run 26 miles. I'm going to run five miles, five times. Yeah. And then, you know, then I'm going to run 1.2 miles and that's what I'm going to do. And so, I, I kind of have that marathoner endurance mentality where I'm like, uh, uh, you know, okay, I have all these things to do and I keep a lot of lists, um, <laughs> you know, a list for my blog of things that I need, you know, products and stuff that I need to work on or people that I need to follow up with and a list for my work and yeah. a list for my life. And I finally got, Neil and I, we finally got a shared Google calendar because oh, he also yes. has a lot of passions and travel yes. a lot. So. Like for a while, it was like, oh, hey, can we do this? And he's like, I'm out of town. I'm like, oh, okay, I forgot. <laughs> so we finally have a shared calendar for our family so that uh, we know where the other person is right. when when they don't come home. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, honestly, like I think, and maybe this sounds crazy, but um, I think I my well is the most when I'm busy doing a lot of different things mm. and even though sometimes I get burned out or feel stressed like okay I've overdone it like, you finally overdone yeah. it um I can't imagine I can't imagine not doing all the things right um and I know in times when I have had less like um you know I was laid off from work mm. or whatever that I I find myself like a little rudderless like I need mm. a lot of things mm. and that's always been the case like when I went to graduate school I went to graduate school. I worked at an internship. I worked at a bar so that I could live indoors, you know, yeah. so that I had money. Right. I ran. I ran races. You know, I started running um, running races when I was getting my master's degree. And like when I look back at that, I think, how did I do all right. of those things? And I, you know, I got mostly I got mostly A's. I finished all my projects on time. Yeah. Like I did all the, I did all the things, and I came out of it, and I was like in awesome shape, and I was running really fast, and I was like, how did you do all those things? And I think. Wow, I don't think I could do that now. Um, huh. 
but I, I do do a lot of things. I yeah. Than the average person. <laughs> I was going to say, you're doing a lot of things nowadays too. <laughs> right. Yeah. If, but if you didn't have all those things, you would, you would feel, you said rudderless. Like, so they give you they, yeah. they, all these, I mean, I mean, yeah. give you direction in a way. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I feel like having a very full life is just kind of part of my nature. Yeah. And when I don't have as many things or if I'm, you know, kind of in between things, yeah. I, I don't. Not to say that I couldn't fill the time. I would fill the time, and you know, with different interests and volunteering and things like that. Yeah. But um, I feel like I'm I'm not the kind of person who can just hang out and relax. Yeah. It it, it energizes you to be doing all this. Like it's not sucking the energy out of you. Yeah. It's actually energizing you to have a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think in the times when I've been the happiest in my life, it's when I'm super busy doing all the things. Huh. That's so interesting. It's funny how people are different because like, to Mm -hmm. me, like listening to all that, like actually kind of stresses me out. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you're not the first person to tell me that. (laughs) But like, I, I love that. It just energy, you know, but that's what like, you know, we're all different, you know? And like, and it like, it's not that it's, you know, a stress to you. I mean, it might sometimes when you feel like you've overcommitted or overdone it a bit, but I mean, it's, it's energizing you. It's give, it's introducing you to new people and creating new relationships and, um, mm-hmm. allowing you to like bring your gifts forth, you know, your gift of being a connector and your gift of being someone who, um, can share and introduce people to new things. Like it, it allows you that. And that seems like if you weren't able to do that, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be as happy or something. I don't know. Do, does that, does that sound true? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just wouldn't be me, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so what would you say, like, what are you, because you're always seeming to be learning and growing in different ways. Is there is there something in particular right now, Erica, that you're currently learning or interested in um, or even just discovering, like you're starting to discover new products or new things out there? Too many, too many to answer, but <laughs> yeah. like, I'm always on the, on the trends and yeah. you know, seeing what's new. Um, so you know, from a uh, food and health perspective, like I've just gotten a bunch of products that are more in the keto, even though I don't do that diet, like ah. that's big right now, which is a you know, keto diet. And, you know, it's interesting to see, like, I got some cookies that have no added sugar. I'm like, is that going to taste good? And it says no artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll try that. Um, and then, like, right now, a new thing is freeze-dried avocados, what? which I haven't had much success with. Like, I tried it, and I thought it had gone bad, but apparently that's what it tastes oh, like. Oh, interesting. Like, Ooh. Interesting. Um, you know, so there's definitely a lot of, like, interesting foods. And then, of course, it's summer, so I've gotten a bunch of sun, you know, different sun products. And, yeah. Um, oh, I should. Some sports stuff mm-hmm. with uh, water bottles. And I feel like there's just, like, like, every time you think you've tried all the things, like, every energy bar. Oh, my gosh. Someone sends you a new one. <laughs> you know? Um, so... I, right now I'm looking at my office, which is, I'm so glad that this is a podcast and not a television <laughs> show because it is, it is really overrun with things at the moment because I, I went to the sweets and snacks expo this week. Oh yeah. And I have a ton of stuff, um, from that, uh, healthy products and healthier treats. Um, and it's just, it's just unbelievable how many products there are out yeah. there and 
how many people are getting into the into the business of you know making different health health related and you know healthier treats and fitness stuff it's pretty overwhelming yeah so, no. I mean that's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking at right now right. <laughs> that's like top of mind yeah because you were just at that expo so you were I mean you you go to a few expos during the course of the year where you get to meet these yeah. people in real life as in yeah, it's, it is amazing. Like when I hear you talk about it or when I read your blog, it, it just does seem to be like this booming industry. And, um, it's cool to see more and more of this stuff, like infiltrating, not infiltrating, but coming into the stores and not just things that you have to order online, although you could do that. But it seems like, um, it's, it's becoming a part of, a more part of our world than it used to be, which is really cool to see. So, um, yeah, interesting, Erica. I, do you, so I, the other thing is I'm thinking about this, all these things tied together with your marathoning, your blogging about like healthy lifestyle, you know, that's a part of what you're blogging about. Um, has a healthy lifestyle always been something that's been really important to you as well? You know, it's interesting because, you know, I've definitely had my ups and downs. I think for the last, I don't know how many years, more than 20, I've been focused on a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And one of the interesting things when I first started working at my first full-time job, I was a consultant and I traveled all the time and the hours are very long. Yeah, it's and tough. I always felt like, oh, I don't have enough time to run. So I, I'd only run on the weekends mm -hmm. and, you know, I put on weight and I wasn't happy with how I felt and we ate, ate out all the time. Yeah. And, all that stuff. and I, I remember thinking like after one year of that, like, even if you only have 10 minutes, you should go out and run for 10 minutes yeah. or walk for 10 minutes or walk to your meeting or walk up and down the stairs right. and hotels and make time for anything, anything you can do is better than nothing. Yeah. So I kind of changed my attitude from a, if I don't have an hour, it's not worth it. Um, uh. And then I've always been interested in healthy food. Um, but I've certainly always, I mean, I've had times in my life where it hasn't been a focus and, you know, I can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would say it's, it's definitely um, a more prominent part of my life now. And probably since we moved to Chicago, I would say. Um, okay which is 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I've always uh, felt like it was important. Sometimes I've just had less less energy around it or less time to devote to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does make sense. No, that's interesting because, especially when you were talking about, because it is hard to travel um, and, and and live a healthy lifestyle. You hear, you often, you so often hear people talking about the challenge of that. Um and mm -hmm. to hear you say that you started small and we're just like, if I have 10 minutes, I'm just going to start to get out there. Because, you know, knowing you as someone who runs so – like I think since I've known you, I, I met you in a marathon training program. So you, we've, you've been someone who's kind of been already at that consistent place. But you started small. You started with like just going out for 10 minutes and just getting into a routine. Was that the important piece to you was just to start to make it a daily habit? Yeah, for sure. And – um, you know, I always, people always joke, um, that I always have a bag of snacks no matter where I go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, you know, like I've been stuck on, I've been stuck on planes with colleagues and they've made fun of me about my bag of snacks. <laughs> and then suddenly they're like, can I have some of those snacks? And, um, you know, like people ask me like, what's in your briefcase now? You know, what do you have yeah, with you? Yeah. Do you have any of this? Do you have any of that? So like, Again, it's another change that I've made over time where I'm like, I can't rely on the fact that my plane's going to be on time and I'm going to show up and there's going to be healthy food yeah. at whatever time when I get there, you know? So um, I think the fitness piece of like 
you know, just make time for what you can do. And also, I mean, it's the same thing as like giving yourself a little bit of grace. Like, yeah. you know, you can't, you, you can't always do everything the way you would wish to do it. And if you are so stuck on a plan that like, oh, if I can't run six miles and I'm not going to run at all, yeah. uh, you know, you see the, you suffer the consequences of that. And I, I always tell younger colleagues too, I'm like, you know, you have to take care of yourself. Like when you travel places, bring a pair of sneakers. Even if you don't have time for a workout, you can still walk. Right. You can still even walk around in the airport if you're delayed. Like people laugh. I'm like, you know, I was walking around this airport to get my steps in yeah. because I have an hour between flights or I, you know, my, my plane is delayed and they're like, so you just walk around. It's like, <laughs> well, sometimes, yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes I do. Um, because like, I think when you make things like that a habit, mm-hmm. then you're more likely to just overall, you know, continue to, to, you know, do the right thing yeah. from a health perspective. Same thing, you know, I bring healthy food with me to places where I don't think there will be healthy food. Right. And I'm also, I think, at a place in my life where I don't care if someone's going to judge, oh, you're not eating the whatever we're eating. Yeah. Kind of thing. I really, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. And like when you're younger, like, would you just be like, okay, so what everyone's doing, like, I have to be on this, um, like a work event or something and everyone's going out for drinks or things like that. And just feeling like you had to be a part of, of that type of environment. Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's funny. I, I always joke because a lot of my colleagues are so much younger than me nowadays. Um, that, you know, I'm, I'm always like, I don't need to stay out late with colleagues (laughs) drinking. I think that's another really big downfall for people when they travel for business. Like they feel obligated to like, be at last call with their boss. It's like, yeah. you know what? I'm probably better off if I don't, <laughs> if I don't have a few drinks and tell you my opinion, you probably don't want to hear what it is anyway. Um, so, um, you know, I, I, when I was younger, like you said, I used to, you know, oh, I have to go to the social thing. I have to make myself available. I have to, sh- you know, show that I'm a team, team player. Yeah. And now I just like, I'll go to the dinner. Um, a lot of times I'll order, you know, a healthier dinner or a lighter dinner yeah. and, I try not to make a thing of it. I just try to, you know, do my thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to have an appetizer instead of a main course because I've, you know, been sitting all day. Yeah. And then, you know, when people are like, let's go for more drinks, I'm always like, oh, I have to, you know, uh, to finish some work or yeah. I'm, I'm going to run in the morning and I just leave. And I, you know, <laughs> and that suits me. And I, yeah. I guess it's also like maybe as you get older, your, your like FOMO decreases. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, yeah, I might miss out on a funny story or a, a way to bond with someone, but at the same time, I, I, you know, I don't need it. I love that. You're, you're the second person recently who mentioned like, there is no fear of FOMO for themselves. <laughs> like this, they don't have it. <laughs> like they're, if they miss out, it's okay. You know? And I think that's really, that's, that's, a, that's really good because it's like, you know yourself and you know what you need. At least that's what's coming across to me as I listen to you. Yeah. And what you need for yourself is to be getting your rest, to be having time for your blog, to, have time for your runs and things like that. And that routine that you've developed seems to really serve you well so that you can be the best version of yourself. So yeah, that's, that's cool. D- did that take a while to learn or did you just, start, you did, were you just like, I need to start making changes because I don't feel as good when I'm kind of rushing around and having to travel and not, you not being able to be active. I would definitely take a long time to learn. And it, you know, again, it's a confidence thing. It's like, you know, are people going to judge when uh, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z? And I think when I, when I did consulting too, like when I was in my twenties, you're like, Oh, what I'm doing is so important, you know, and uh, I have to be there and I'm the only one. And, yeah. um, you know, the best, the best advice I ever got 
in my career um, that I try to pass on to younger generations is like, don't make yourself so um, important to a project that it can't go on without you so that you can't take a vacation or that you feel like on your day off, you have to be checking messages all the time. Like, you know, do the best you can and provide as, as much information to your, your team and, you know, documentation so that if, in, you know, if you win the lottery and you're going to be gone tomorrow, <laughs> the project goes on. Yeah. But also, if you want to go on vacation for a week, you know, you don't want to be the person who constantly has to reschedule their vacation because you're so valuable to a certain project. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's kind of an interesting twist. And I think it, it is more like, I feel like what millennials now uh-huh. have that attitude. Yeah. But when I, when I was in my 20s, you know, I remember everybody worked so hard and it was kind of a badge of honor to work the most hours and you know, be so important to a project that it couldn't go on without yeah. you. Like that was just kind of the mentality. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I did consulting. Yep. Um, but, you know, I worked with this person pretty early in my career, I'd say two or three years into when I was doing consulting. And he was like, you never want your vacation to be rescheduled mm-hmm. because those are times that you, you'll you never get back, you know, at the end of your life. Are you going to want to look back and be like, I was the person who was so important on this particular project. No, you want to be the person who, you know, traveled around the world yeah. and you want to be the person who um, had connections with their family and their friends and, you know, had a good marriage and had yeah. a good life. Yes. Uh, and I, you know, I feel like after this, I might actually, because this, this is the third time I've told somebody about this Aww. in the last two weeks. And I, I feel like I'm going to go, I'm going to email this person <gasps> That's awesome. uh, today and tell him, like, you really made an impact on the direction of my life. And I mean, that's, that's a very nice compliment. I think, that's but huge. You really do. And I, I think about it often. I mean, this happened, I don't know, in the 90s. And I still think about mm. this discussion that we had and how much sense it made and also how hard it is to change your mindset of what's important and what's not yeah. important. Yeah. So that, that, was, that helped you shift it and like, deter- like make your own definition of what success or the life that you want to live would look like. That just, just even that conversation with that person. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. I mean, and it stayed with me, you know, for 20 years, like yeah. that, you know, who do you want to be? What do you want to be remembered as? Yeah. You know, when people talk about you, um, you know, is it going to be as like such a hard worker that never took vacation? Right. You know, that, that's not me. Right. Um, well, you know, it, it, it's interesting. And, and I think we've talked about it too, but mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I look at other people's career trajectory and I think, wow, how did that person get so far ahead of me? Or, you know, what have I done wrong? Yeah. But then I also think about all the things that I've done right. Yes. And how what I've, the choices I've made suit me. Yes. You know, so it, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's always, there's always the comparison track. Yeah. Of, you know, I'm just as smart as that person. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just as, you know, capable. And why do they have that job? And I don't have that yeah. job. And, yeah. You know, it's, even if you're a very, you know, kind of, fulfilled person yeah you know it's easy to compare yourself it is it um so you know I I like to look back at that advice and think Mm. you know I've done it I've done it the right way or the way that suits me yeah well can I like as a summarizing question here or like just to wrap up on this one like how how do you define success I mean and how did that kind of help shift shift your your mindset like for you what does success look like and feel like I mean, I think uh, that is a really tough question. It is, yeah. But I guess, I you know, I guess for me, like personally, it's am I happy with the choices that I've made? Yeah. And do I feel like 
I'm meeting my potential and doing, you know, kind of living my best life, which is sort of a cliche, but like, I do feel like a success because Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a lot of things going on and, um, you know, I, I get a lot of joy out of them, but I feel like other people get value out of them, whether it's, you know, the work that I do in my career or, um, the, the, you know, connections that I make or my blog. I feel like, I feel like I am, you know, putting myself into things and putting my energy into things that have value. Yeah. Yes. Ah. I love it, Erica. Cause that's, I mean, yeah, for, to me, you are like absolutely like, yeah, someone who I view as someone who's just really making the most out of their life and doing things, you know, the way you want to do them. I mean, it's like, like I could never do the things that you're doing because it, it would be like too much for me. But for you, it brings you joy. It brings you energy. It helps you connect. And you're able to share things, like share things with all of us that we all get to benefit from, that benefit from too. So it's, it's, it's really great that, um, I don't know. I love, I'm so glad that that person had that conversation with you and it kind of helped you shift things even for yourself. And cause it's allowed you to kind of give even more to people, I think. Um, and we get to benefit from all of your, all of the gifts that you're sharing that maybe if you were absorbed with work, you wouldn't be doing so much of that, you know? So, um, I think that's really cool, but yeah. So thank you so much, Erica, for, for taking some time and, and kind of sharing, sharing some things about yourself throughout the, throughout our conversation. Um, you are like just this huge connector person and, um, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that I've had a chance to meet you and that I've had a chance to get to know you over these years. And I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Oh, well, thanks for, thanks for being interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and, um, no, and I, I, I think this is a really cool project that you're doing and I'm excited to be a part of Aww, it. Thanks, Erica. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode with Erica Agron. I love listening to Erica talk about her interest and passion for running, living a healthy lifestyle and blogging. All of these things energize her and allow her an outlet to connect with others, share her personal finds, and learn and discover new things. She's really tapped into what motivates her and how she aligns her personal values to her choices. I also love what she had to say about showing herself a little grace. Rather than having an all-or-nothing attitude, it seems that she's trying to embrace the idea that something is better than nothing. And when we're talking about creating a lifestyle that you can sustain for a long period of time, I'd say this is critical. What about you? I would love to hear what you came away with after listening to this episode. Please share in the comment section for this podcast on my website at www.ryanwellness.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Becoming Aligned. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Becoming Aligned and rate and review this podcast. I'm Maureen Ryan, and I hope you'll join us next time. Take care.